The Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast can be heard anytime. You can even listen when you're enjoying life's most satisfying clean this weekend. And for that, you'll need a Karcher pressure washer. Whoa! That feels good. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning. It's great to be with you. Now, Rose. Uh, what? I am officially announcing that I am suing Rugby Australia for depriving me of the opportunity to be Wallaby captain. Will you back me up? I'm going to sue you for keeping me remembering that Israel Folau is a thing that exists. This hour, we're going to talk to Matt Burke about the Israel Folau situation. Where to now for the Wallabies? Who is the new coach, Chainsaw Dave Rennie? And who is the new Aussie Rugby 7 sensation, the Quadzilla? So many questions. We're also going to look ahead at the Japan Olympics coming up next year. Is Russia in? Is Russia out? We'll figure it all out. We're also going to look at the Roosters' little trip they made to Hollywood recently. Big second hour still to come. But see, Tigers CEO Justin Pascoe is going to join us next, and we've got some big questions for him. We're going to do that next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Sydney's Triple M. It's a show on the weekend, and these guys are legends. So naming the show was a no-brainer. Triple M's Ghost Mutt. No, I mean, sorry, what is it? Weekend Legends. Yes, you're back on the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose for your Saturday morning. And Chris, it's been a big week for your West Tigers, mate. It certainly has, Lachlan. There's a lot of discussion about players for 2020. And to make sense of it all, we have Tigers CEO Justin Pascoe joining us this morning. G'day, Justin. Morning. How are we? Very well indeed. Now, Justin, I'm a card-carrying West Tigers oh, fan. It begins already. I, <laughs> I've learned to hate the word ninth because we've come ninth six times <laughs> in our 20-year history. We are now in the off-season. <laughs> we are now in the off-season, which I call the hope phase. Get us excited <laughs> for 2020, all Tigers fans. Look, we came ninth last year, as you are well aware. Last year was disappointing every year. We have aspirations to win the comp, as every other club would too. And, you know, if you don't have those aspirations, I think you're just making up the numbers, and that's not where we're about. We've deployed more resources into football than we ever have this time. I think we've got a really strong and developing coaching staff. And I think Madge's done a great job last year, and we expect it to be even better this year. How do you feel, Chris? Is that good news to you? Or? I'm sold. Okay, good, great. Uh, Justin, it's Rose here, mate. Um, I hear that uh, you took a trip to Taree recently. Firstly, how was the fishing? Uh, no, I'm not much of a fisherman, to be honest with <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh. I don't have the patience for it. Another question. Did you see Luttrell while you were up there? <laughs> uh, we did have a conversation with the young man. Yes, we did. And how was that? <laughs> no, he's a good kid. He's yeah. um, got us some big decisions to make, possibly, so... It's a decision we hope that he makes our way. But let's yeah. look at some of the other talent that has confirmed for the Tigers, Justin. And I believe Zane Musgrave is resuming training. Tommy Falau re-signed. And then news overnight, my favourite name in rugby league, Luciano Leilua, has Ooh. committed for three years. And also the exciting Eels prospect, hopefully joining us next year, but maybe the year after, Stefano Utokumanu, mm. which is my new favourite name. Tell us about some of those kids. Yeah, no, there's, there's some great acquisitions to the club. We're really excited by that. Firstly, Tommy Talao. He's a very talented young man that will uh, fill a role probably around the centres. Big kid, highly talented, highly skilled, and has the right amount of swagger, which is nice. <laughs> um, Luciano, yeah, I, uh, I think the announcement's actually going out shortly, so um, we're really pleased to have another skillful ball-playing back rower. Big body. I think he's played about 43 games, so he's sort of just getting into a stage where his development will continue, and certainly we're looking forward to him joining. Big Stefano, yeah, young kid. Big reps on Stefano. 
a huge body, Payne Huff-like. So wow. um, we're looking forward to him joining us in definitely 21 and possibly this year, whatever season we're up to. You know you're in for trouble when someone says pain harsh like when they describe someone, right? That I love sounds it. scary to Absolutely me. Absolutely love it. Uh, Justin, there was a bit of news. Uh, yesterday, you guys had your first meeting with new NRL commissioner, Peter Volandis. What were the hot topics going across that table? Oh, no, there was nothing, you know, it was just a normal catch-up between the chairs and the CEOs in the NRL. It's always very transparent and collaborative in the approach. Look, Peter's going to be great in his role as chair, and he's certainly going to be great for the the game of NRL. Um, he spoke a lot about innovation yesterday and certainly in a in a really competitive environment and landscape that we exist, innovation is the one thing that can create a point of difference. So that was good. Now, Justin, this is our second last show of the year. So if you wanted to make another exclusive announcement, I mean, now is the time. Yeah, yeah. floor's uh, yours. I mean, you know, <laughs> Latrell Rugby Union, that doesn't sound right. Gold Coast, anything you got for us? No, nothing in regards to that. As you know, we've uh, withdrawn the office, so we we just needed a bit more certainty around timeframes. Our obligation, first and foremost, is to the club and to um, our fans and members. So, you know, when you've got a very active market like it is out there in the moment place and you have got an offer on the table, that means that those funds basically can't be used anywhere else. Um, in the best interest of the club, we made a decision, a tough decision, but I think the right decision. Well, you can't say we didn't try, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and now, look, finally, Justin, as you know, I'm the number one jersey sponsor for the Tigers. And this year, I've assigned the branding to Pro Wrestling Australia. Hell yeah. You've been well settled back in the role for CEO for some time now. Will you be uh, prepared to climb into the ring and take on Caveman Ugg next season as part of that cross-promotion? Absolutely. There you oh, go. wow. Yeah. We got ourselves we an exclusive, Justin. Absolutely. <laughs> Can it be a cage fight? Done. We're locking it in. Oh, no. It can be a cage fight. Look, uh, on behalf of all Tigers fans... I talk a big game. (laughs) (laughs) On behalf of all Tigers fans, Justin, thanks very much for joining us this morning. We wish the Tigers every success in 2020. I know Rose does as well. Enjoy the rest of the weekend and enjoy your kids' basketball this weekend. Thanks. Appreciate that. Have a good Christmas. Thanks, Justin. Justin Pascoe, Tigers CEO there. There's more weekend legends right after this here on Sydney's Triple M. Kicking you right in the weekend. Weekend Legends. Yeah, thank you, Sydney. It's the Weekend Legends on Sydney's Triple M. And the Russian Olympic doping scandal seems like an eternity to go, but they're still feeling re- repercussions of it today. I'm not going to lie, guys. Before we get into this Olympic stuff, I love doing that every time. Thank you, Sydney. It's just a dream come true. <laughs> Unfortunately, Sydney doesn't thank you, Rose. <laughs> and Russia isn't saying thank you to the World Anti-Doping Authority right now. Right. Otherwise known as WADA. WADA. They've been in the news recently chasing Sun Yang and now... Now they filed a report looking to have basically Russia, the country, the athletes, the coaches banned from all sorts of international competitions, including the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Rose. What an exciting job. I, I mean, if they're looking for more SVUs and NCISs, WADA would be a hell of a TV show. I'd watch them do that. But can you explain something to me? Because the last Olympics Russia were there, but they weren't there. Well, if you're talking about the Pyeongchang Winter Olympics sure, in okay. Korea, that's, that's absolutely right. So Russia was not there as a nation, mm. but there were 168 Russian athletes competing as neutrals because they were able to establish that they were clean athletes. Yeah, they're like creator characters in a video game. They just were neutral. But so hang on. So Russia did that, got in trouble, got you know kicked out of that Olympics. We're now at the next one. And they're still cheating? Well, this is the issue. The, the, the WADA committee has put it up to the overall WADA board WADA. to come up to a decision about whether they can compete. So we don't know the answer to this yet. Okay. 
at the recent World Athletics Championships, the neutrals competed at, I think the name was also Renz or something like that. <laughs> the neutrals. That sounds like a great band. <laughs> so, so here's the issue. The allegation from Wada is that Moscow... Now, who? When, when they say Moscow, are they talking, what, Putin himself? Or I don't oh, really... Go, <laughs> that the guy that lives in Moscow. But they've doctored laboratory data. That includes taking away positive samples. You can imagine the quality control. Positive, reject. Clean, we'll keep that one. Positive, reject. <laughs> And that they've been deleting and authoring files all the way back to 2015, which to me is just another day in the office. That doesn't sound like Russia at all. <laughs> so we will wait with bated breath what the impact is yeah. on the Russians. But it absolutely affects our enjoyment of the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. I Why think. is that? Well, you no longer will have to. Well, the positive, you won't have to listen to the boring uncle who'll explain the difference between Russia, Latvia, Lithuania oh, and the Ukraine. Yeah, good point. <laughs> But it's tough for the newspapers because there'll be no more Cold War headlines when the oh. USA takes on Russia. Yeah, that's true. Mm. You'll lose all those pun possibilities around the... <laughs> Look at some of the former Russian athletes. Yulia Stepanova, do you think she was a high jumper or a hurdler? <laughs> She's definitely a hurdler. No, it's 800 metres, but still, <laughs> Stepanova. And what about Ilya Kovalchuk? Uh. Discus or shot put? Shot put. Ice hockey. Uh, I suck at this game. <laughs> It is one of the all-time great anthems, the Russian national anthem. It is. It's cool. We won't get to hear the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But most importantly, we will no longer be able to complain. Ah, the Russians, they won, but they're drug cheats. Yeah, I say the neutral teams just get Foo Fighters from Cheats now on. always get caught. <laughs> Kids, take note. But next, we're going to chat to someone who wouldn't even know how to spell the word cheat. Wallaby great <laughs> Matt Burke is about to join us and dive into the big week that has been for Australian rugby. That's next on The Weekend Legends. Triple M. On The Weekend, there are two types of people. Those that listen to Triple M and those that don't. These are their stories. What? Weekend Legends. Yes, you're back with Chris and Rose on Sydney's 104.9 at Triple M. And guys, it's been a big week for Australian rugby. And Rose, we need to make some sense of it. That's right, Lachlan. And who better to help us make sense of rugby union right now than friend of the show, Wallaby's great, and World Cup winner, Matt Burke. Welcome to the show, Matt. Oh, boys, yes. I can make perfect sense of it. Because we've got about two hours. <laughs> we might be able to establish something. A couple of bits and pieces that came through the week. It'll be interesting to talk about, absolutely. Listen, Matt, help me make sense of this first up, because I think a lot of fans are thinking about this right now. Disappointing World Cup campaign for Australia. Where do you think that leaves the Wallabies? It was frustrating more than anything else, boys. Yeah, we were over there commentating for Channel 10, and it was just annoying that they just didn't have that last little sort of counterpunch, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're, as you probably know, they've got a review into this whole thing. Nathan Sharp. Pat Howard and an old Olympic roller uh, are going to be uh, sort of you know, sitting down and analysing the whole thing. Mate, we could do it over a beer. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty easy. You know, like they, they, did, they didn't have the right game plan. That was the thing. They didn't have that finer understanding of, I reckon, how to play the game and how to win. I think they actually went the hard way about it. They, mm. they didn't have efficient play. That's the word. You know what I mean? So you just got to take your time and understand what's going on there. And, and I think they could save a bit of money by um, going to the pub and just over a couple of schooners. You could yeah. sort that pretty quickly. That's what we call high performance here on the Weekend Legends. <laughs> now, a saga that has been dragging on, it seems as long as Days of Our Lives, my mother's favourite soap opera, of course, is the Easy Fellow situation. This week he added $4 million to his legal claim due to yeah. lost captainship opportunities. I didn't know that was a word. Now, mm. the, the, the last Wallaby fullback to captain Australia was Paul McLean, and he was playing 5-8 that day. You were the Wallaby fullback. Is it too late for you to sue? <laughs> well, well but yeah, I'm actually going for prime ministership as well. So uh, <laughs> I, I might throw in a little lawsuit as well. Maybe I'm not going to get that. Mate, a fullback, you're that far away. You're, yeah. you're, you're sort of you're more interested in the crowd than actually what's going up on the front there. So and the, the great part about being a captain is you've got to be in the in the 
in the ear of the referee the whole time. And then niggly little blokes there, they're, they're halfbacks, you know, they're just chirping away or they're the, mm. the number sevens like we have at the moment. For him to do that, I think like everybody's done, everyone's laughed about it and said, uh, not, not quite, I don't think so. <laughs> but this saga continues, they've got something on Monday. I, I just don't know where this is at at the moment, but certainly, you know, we shouldn't be talking about that, we should be talking about other things about yeah. the game of rugby, you know? I agree with you 100%. Let's yeah. focus on the positives. And I want to start with new coach Dave Rennie, coming yeah. from... The Glasgow Warriors, shout out to my family from Glasgow. <laughs> Apparently, he loves a chainsaw because he loves clearing dead wood in his Parmesan North property. So the begs the question, which wallaby should be nervous right now? Yeah, that's right. I mean, dead wood, who's around? Uh, who's going who's to be chopped? There's a lot of guys that have left at the moment, and, and so probably he gets to start with a fresh slate. So he's got a little bit of time over in Glasgow still. But, you know, there's there's a couple of guys that have signed on, a couple of young guys coming through. The under-18s did pretty well yep. uh, against New Zealand the other day. The 21s or the 20s did well the other day in their World Cup a couple of months ago. So there's potential there, and I, I believe he's got a good footballing brain, and he plays a mean guitar. So get him out oh. on the squirt, and he'll be a genius on tour. I hear he could wail. That's great, Chris. And, and there yeah. is talk on yeah. Netflix of a new movie, The Palmerston North Chainsaw Massacre. So I look for <laughs> To that. And, and finally, Matt, in the press this morning, there's a lot of uh, column inches about Trey Williams joining the Australian Rugby Sevens oh. in Dubai. He's the fourth fastest Australian over 100 metres ever. Wow. Has the nickname Quadzilla. Wow. Did you have a similar awe-inspiring nickname when you were playing? <laughs> Man, I, 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 I'm going to give myself a little rap here. I had some quads back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and they used to uh, suit me well. But, mate, I, I, I look at a couple of matchsticks compared to this bloke. That, that is unbelievable. Good luck to him. He's played some footy in the past, so he sort of knows what's going on. And it'll be a good addition to, to those blokes. Uh, I'd hate to be the tailor, though. I don't know who's sponsoring him these days for clothing, but, man, that'll be uh, showing some um, wide pants, <laughs> wide flared pants. And the reverse action, I think it is. He, he's enormous. Good luck to him. Look, Matt, thanks so much for being on the Weekend Legends this year. We've loved having you on, but we'll let you go now to get back in the gym and work on those quads. Matt Burke, thanks very much. <laughs> Did we actually get anything out there? I don't know. Your boys are all good. We'd still thanks, need boys. a beer, I think. <laughs> That's exactly right. Thanks, Matty. Next, we're going to talk about off-season and the Roosters being in Hollywood, and it's not to make a movie. That's next on the Weekend Legends, Sydney's Triple M. Now we're back with Triple M's Weekend Legends. The Legends. Conditions apply. See in store for details. This show may have a laxative effect. Yes, we were with Chris and Rose, and the Roosters went to Hollywood for their off-season trip, and it was a packed itinerary for the guys, wasn't it, Chris? It certainly was, Lachlan. It's a great time to be a Rooster, Rose. How about the Roosters? Hey, let's go on holidays. Where you want to go? Hollywood. Yeah. Typical. They did go back-to-back. And by the way, all those Roosters fans who are complaining that they're not getting enough plaudits from the rest of us. You're one, two comps in the road. Just yeah. cop it and be quiet. Yeah, exactly. Shush. So Nick Politis took the Roosters to Los Angeles and it was a Hollywood Central type of experience. They caught the Los Angeles Chargers take on the Kansas City Chiefs in the LA Coliseum. Okay. In the NFL, the NBA, they saw the LA Clippers who are just surging now with Kawhi yeah. Leonard and Paul George. LA is where basketball's at currently. Take on the New Orleans Pelicans, stripped with Anthony Davis, who's playing for the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay, calm down. Fancy restaurants, a little bit of training. They went to a Santa Monica gym run by former NRL player Luke Milton. Mm-hmm. But it really is a tight group, Rose. Nick Politis says it's the tightest group he's seen. Well, Zane- two, two titles will do that to you. <laughs> I mean, Zane Tenovato went and he's been cut. Cooper Cronk's retired. Now, what do you reckon Cooper was? He would have been the tour guide, right? He wrote, boys, you've got to be in the lobby, 9 yeah, o'clock, yeah. here's the schedule. Yeah, yeah I've, I've the... highlighted it, I've laminated it so you can wear it around your neck so you don't lose. Your buddies? Where's your buddy? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, the pink indicates this is a must. The lime is optional. Okay, guys, roll call. 
But there's a lot to do in Los Angeles, Rose, and the Australian cricket team was known for splitting up into the Julios and the Nerds. Oh, really? So I think the Roosters uh, Nerds would have gone to Disneyland and Universal Studios. I want to see a bunch of professional footy players riding the teacups. That'd be so so the types of guys I would have seen on the teacups, Boyd Cordner. Yeah, for sure. JWH would be a Mickey Mouse guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brett, Brett Morris, definitely. Yeah, wearing the ears, the def- whole deal. Definitely on the Back to the Future ride, something like that. <laughs> Whereas the Julios would have gone to the Ivy and the Viper room. <laughs> Joey Manu. Victor Radley, because let's face it, he's a good-looking rooster. How is the Viper Room still a place? I don't understand it. Yeah. Teddy Tedesco and oh. Luke Keery, of course. You know, he's always had a bit of Hollywood with his Russell Crowe connection. Sure, sure. That's a pretty bunch there. What about Hollywood Boulevard? You've been there. Yeah, I've been to Hollywood Boulevard. It was the worst 40 minutes of my <laughs> life. And I tell you what, if they want to get some training done while they're in Hollywood, just send them to Hollywood Boulevard. The backs just spend the whole time dodging dudes trying to sell you dodgy hip-hop CDs. It's crazy down there. <laughs> Plus, there's also there's all these people dressed up as Spider-Man and the Hulk and Donald Trump and yeah, you know the third time around I recognised it actually wasn't Donald Trump, but each <laughs> each one of those celebrity photos cost me fifteen bucks. So Turns that out wasn't... it was the real Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. But the weird thing about this is you think you know these are the primo Australian athletes. Sure, you know they'd be sort of you know going to the, you know studio audiences like the Ellen Show and things like that. Uh-huh. Inevitably, they'd be bumping into actors, probably the Aussie mafia, like the Chris Hemsworths of the, the Hemsworths, world. Yeah, yeah, the, the Jackmans. Who in the Roosters would you see being a sort of a Hemsworth or Jackman figure in an action movie role? Can you see anyone in that role? I, am I allowed to say Cooper Cronk, or is that too obvious? No, he, you could say that. You know, him, him sitting that first grand final win with the shoulder out and his head in the uh, the coach's arms. You know, I could see him as like a you know a Saving Private Ryan type role or something. Or they could do an upgrade. I don't know what the right money now is given inflation, but you know, the old Lee Major show six million. Million dollar man, yeah. you know, we can rebuild him to sort of Cooper's scapula yeah. bionically recreated. Here's a question: Did Latrell go? Latrell didn't go. Oh, I wonder right. why. He spent some time on a cattle farm in the last week, so he actually might know something that the rest of us don't. I mean, mm. Latrell's out there contributing to the community while the roosters were off gallivanting. <laughs> but weirdly, it wasn't Cooper who was offered a movie contract. Oh, someone got a movie contract. Someone got it? offered a movie contract Ooh. while the Roosters were in LA. Gossip, who is it? In a remake of The Godfather, Nick Pilatus. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy couldn't refuse. <laughs> There's a lot in sport that you miss every week and we love bringing it to you. So we're going to do that with the best bits next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Triple M. Sit back, relax, and let these guys do the thinking. Well, at least talking. Lamb's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and we're almost done for your Saturday morning. Yeah, we're almost done. Saturday morning, Chris, I'm heading out to Hurstville Oval to watch the Sydney Sixers women perform today and tomorrow, so it should be a fun weekend. What are you up to? I'm looking forward to watching a bit more pink ball cricket at the Adelaide Test, Rose. Yeah, and a bit of a, a bit of information for all the listeners and fans of uh, the Weekend Legends. Next weekend is our last show, not just for the year, but our last show as the Weekend Legends. We say farewell to this, uh, this idea of this show. We've had a great time. We move on to bigger and better things next year. So join us next week for our farewell show, Chris. I'm calling it Getting Out of Jail Show. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a whole bunch of prizes and some great guests there, so stick around for that. But we love our weird and wacky sports stories that happen every week, and we want to share some of them with you. So let's do this. Wait, what? What did I miss? Always start with a bang, my dad always said. <laughs> and I'm going to start with some bad news, unfortunately. Former Socceroos coach Pim Verbeek dies, age 30, uh, 63, this week after a battle with cancer. Uh, Verbeek took over the helm of the Socceroos in December 2007 and led the squad into the 2010 World Cup. Uh, He was a huge part of Australian football, a big part of us building to where we are now. And uh, we'll never forget you, Pim. 
That's very sad news, Rose. On a slightly brighter note in terms of football, Jose Mourinho had a lot of praise for a Spurs ball boy this week. Oh, yeah, this is great. Spurs were taking on Olympiacos in the Champions League and a quick return of the ball to Harry Kane led to a 50th-minute equaliser and Spurs went on to win 4-2. Can you imagine how many coaches, when a ball's gone out and he wants it to be quick and the kid hasn't grabbed the ball, hurry up, hurry up, and this one moment the kid did exactly what he needed to do, scored a goal. So kids, get yourself a gig and make a difference to your team today. Exactly. Roger Federer has broken more records over in Mexico. He played Alexander Zverev in the tennis this week, and there was 42,517 spectators. If you can find a photo, it's like a bullfighting arena with a tennis court in the middle. Just under a rooster's crowd, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah according to those pictures for the new SFS, it's just under a rooster's And they're all Zverev freaks in Mexico. 95% of the people were there to see him, sure. only 5% to see Roger. Massive Zverev heads. We, we love fan interaction, Rose, on the Weekend Legends, but it can get carried away. Rookie quarterback for the Washington Redskins, Dwayne Haskins, drove the team to a field goal position, mm-hmm. which was converted to give them a 19-16 to victory over the Detroit Lions. He then went and started taking selfies with fans at the edge of the ground, not realizing that the Lions were so an intercept and he had to be back out for the last snap, so he missed the last snap. So the game, he didn't realize the game was still going on. Yeah, this, this is a bit like Mitchell Santner from the New Zealand cricket team last week who was signing autographs on the boundary mm. and then had to realize, oh, the game's on, ran back in yeah. and caught the ball, probably illegally. Poor form. I'm going to jump over to professional wrestling. Everyone knows Batista. He's a movie star now. Recent- Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes, guy. He was uh, Drax, right? Yeah, that's right. The Destroyer. And he's uh, recently divorced from his partner, his wife, and he put it out there on Twitter, I'm single. WWE superstar Dana Brooke immediately tweeted back, I'm Dana Brooke, with a picture of herself. They've been flirting for two days now. They've decided to go on a date. And I, for one, want to see more safe spaces where celebrities can find dates on Twitter. That's what I say. And we haven't solved the investigation in the Warrnambool District Cricket Association about what chewing gum was doing on the cricket bales when they tried to affect a run out in a game against Woodford. There was chewing gum on the bales? That's crazy. Well, everyone, enjoy your weekend. Go the Sixers. Go the Sixers, go cricket, go the Australians. We'll catch you next week for our last show. Enjoy the weekend. See you, everybody. Bye. The Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast can be heard anytime. You can even listen when you're enjoying life's most satisfying clean this weekend. And for that, you'll need a Karcher pressure washer. Whoa! That feels good. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. The Weekend Legends on Triple M.